This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to this very special No One Never podcast. I'm Kevin. Uh, joining me today are Natalie, James and Paul Kay, who uh, was amazing and supported our Kickstarter earlier in the year. So this is a special podcast because um, it's not we're not talking about the last game. There's been no game to talk about. We're not previewing the next game because it's the end of the season. Um, so what we are doing, we're having a, an end of season quiz um, between Brommers, um, which is her forfeit for finishing bottom of the Predictions League in case uh, in case you didn't know that happened. She was abysmal and finished bottom. Uh, and between Paul, who was fantastic and supported our Kickstarter. So we're going to find out who is the best uh, the best Burnley fan between Natalie and Paul, uh, which is very exciting. So uh, welcome, to the Paul, welcome to the podcast, Paul. Um, do you want to just in, quickly introduce yourself to be, uh, introduce yourself and just let us know a little bit about who, who you are and how long you've been supporting the Clarets and if you've got any favourite Claret memories or anything like that? Oh, all right, yeah, a few questions there. Uh, well, I've been a Claret as long as I can remember. I was, uh, I was brought up in Burnley, grew up on Coldclough Lane, uh, which will be significant in a minute when I tell you, when I tell you a story about that. But my, my first Burnley memory was, uh, I think it was 1973 or 74, my uncle Harry was a season ticket holder in what was then the new cricket field stand. And he took me on Boxing Day as a, I think I was eight or nine years old at the time, took me to watch Burnley play Plymouth Argyle and we lost on Boxing Day. It was the coldest, one of the coldest matches I've ever been on. But I was hooked from that point onwards and um, followed Burnley ever since. Um, I, did have, I did have a bit of a sort of uh, lapsed affair with them during the sort of late 80s, early 90s when I got married and had kids and sort of was living abroad for a while. But... Um, but I, I sort of fell back in love with Burnley when my, my younger son showed a real interest in football and, uh, and started taking him to games uh, about uh, 10 years ago. And we've, and we've been mad Claret fans, him and I, ever since. And uh, so I've rekindled my love affair with Burnley. Uh, the Coldplay Lane story was um, there was a bloke who lived around the corner who I went to school with on Westbourne Avenue called Mike Garlic. And, uh, no he, way. He Amazing. used to... Uh, he used to wander around the corner and, and, and wait outside. The bus stop was outside my house on Colcliff Lane. And, uh, and Mike and I used to catch the bus into school together. And, um, and we stayed in touch. And then we, I, I moved away to London, went to university, moved away to London, worked there. And Mike was working in London for a while as well. And uh, uh, we bumped into each other in London. And, and, and we, but we, then we lost touch. And then I went back to the turf. It was Sean Dyche's first game in charge about five years ago against Wolves. And Mike heard I was in the stadium uh, from another mutual friend. And he came down at half-time and he spent half-time with me and my son. And he's taken me to a couple of games since. And uh, we text each other every now and again. And I get the inside track on Burnley from Mike. But uh, So so that's my, that's my main Burnley connection now is Mike Garlic on the board. Uh, so also joining us, Natalie. So Natalie, how are you feeling about uh, ahead of the quiz? Well, not that great. <laughs> 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 And James, well, who's your money on? I, I, I think Paul's got this in the bag. Oh, shock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So let's get going. We're going to start off. The first round uh, is all about the season. We've, we've just all watched and enjoyed. Um, if you get it wrong, I will pass it over. So let's begin. Okay, Natalie, your first question is... <laughs> oh, 
how many appearances has James Tarkovsky made this season? Oh my God. Right, is this league and cup? This is league and cup. So all these questions, unless otherwise oh specified, God. are league and cup. I'm going to guess... 12. You've guessed 12. I can tell you that is incorrect. Oh! It must be more than that, then. It must be 15. It's actually it's quite surprising, actually. It's actually 24. Uh, no way. Which in, that includes five appearances, uh, five appearances in the Cups. Yeah, so Brommers, when he said he'd give you half a point if you were two off, he didn't mean he'd give you a point if you were half off. <laughs> <laughs> 24. Tarkovsky's had 24 appearances. I'd, I'm I'm calling an adjudicator. I don't think that's right, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I bet um, he doesn't know. I bet he doesn't know he's played that much. I bet he doesn't either. I think you're right, Paul. I mean, when you, when you come back to that, if you look at that, there's uh, five appearances in the cup, so that does come down to uh, like 19, 19 league appearances, which is actually half the games, which again is quite surprising, really. But uh, when you think he's, 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 he's started the last three games of the season as well, so. Yes. Well, okay. there you go. That's, there we go. A very bad start to the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, have if you pushed this be... really, really hard? Are we going to both get zero? Yes. Oh, if they're all going to be this difficult, this is going to be really hard, isn't it? It is. Okay, okay. Let, let's uh, let's see how that is, Paul. We'll come over to you for your first question, uh, which is what percentage of possession did Burnley have against Liverpool at home? Oh, oh. It was the lowest ever in the Premier League. Do I get a bonus point for that? Uh, I think it was 19. 19 is correct. Oh, I was going to guess 19 as well. I, can I have it on the record that I would have guessed 19? <laughs> okay, Natalie, you can take the lead now, though, Natalie, because there were two points in this question. Ooh. So the question is, who, who got the most yellow cards for Burnley this season? And if you can tell me how many he got, there's an extra point in it. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to guess Matt Lawton. He hasn't had a he hasn't had a suspension, though, has he? So he can't have had six unless it was... I'm going to guess five. Matt Lawton and five. OK, now that you get one point for that, it was Matt Lawton. Yes. Uh, but he got nine, actually. Really? Oh, I must have had it. It must have reset at some point. Can you get a suspension for five? Just oh, is it five, not out. six? Okay, thanks. I'm it's, really five, it's, five and, it's five and ten. Ah. He, he was suspended, in fact. He, he did miss a game. Did he? Yeah, he sat next to me. And, well, at least I'm off the, I'm off the mark. You're I off the mark. Point. Fantastic. Well done, brothers. Well done, brothers. And if, and if your memory was better, you would have got closer to how many cars he got. Shut <laughs> you. Who invited you on? <laughs> okay, next, next, Paul. Um, so, how many appearances has Paul Robinson made this season? Heaton pulled out injured at that. Was it was it City at home or something like that? Robinson played. Was it at Swansea? Because I was there at Swansea. Did he played at Swansea. I think Swansea. I think he played at Swansea. I was there. I love how Paul's the dialogue that's going on in Paul's head right now. It's great. <laughs> I think he played at Swansea as well. I think he played City at home and Swansea. I'm going two. Okay, he's gone two. That's not correct. Oh. Uh, so Natalie, what, what, I think what it's you... I think it's more than two because I think he had an injury. I seem to think that he had. It's I'm torn between three or four, so I'm going to guess four. Sadly, you're also incorrect. It was three. Ah. Oh. Made... <laughs> Paul Robinson played. Uh, yeah, you're correct. But your, your games are correct, Paul. It was Man City at home and Swansea and Stoke away from home. Um, so you were both so close, um, but no, no points, I'm afraid. Okay, Natalie, uh, this is a, a difficult one for you now. Oh, <laughs> oh really? What can a surprise. You, can you please name me the starting 11 against Accrington, and I'll let you off one, so you can get one wrong. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you actually kidding me? I've got to name all 11 players for one point. <laughs> oh, my God, this is horrendous. Starting 11. Okay, Nick Pope, Derikwa, Tarkovsky, Ben Mee. Who played it right back? Who played it right back? Oh, it was Flanagan. Flanagan played. Kylie, because I remember JB fanboying over him massively. And because he was one of the two who played really well. Yeah, I think Aidan O'Neill played in the middle. I want to say Dean Marnie. George Boyd. 
Um, I know Barnes started up front. Books. I think that's my 11. Okay, you got seven of those correct. Oh, what? That is the worst question in the history of the world. <laughs> it was a great question. I did love your confidence, though. For the most confident name you said was one you got wrong. Which is excellent. Oh, I won't ruin it. Oh, yeah, boss, Paul. Won't Paul, ruin it. Let you, Nat Natalie got seven of those correct, so let's see if you can fill in the, uh, the extra four. Can I just say, Paul does need to get 11 as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, oh my God, that's a really, it is a really tough question, Bromish. I think you've been hard done by there. Thanks, Paul. I'm glad one of us is on my side. It was definitely, what I can say definitely was Pope and Flanagan, because Flanagan looked terrible there. When he he had He had an absolute Joe Cocker, didn't he, that game? Um, Tarkovsky definitely played. Uh, I think Derek were played. Um, Gray came on as sub, so Gray definitely didn't start. If you only got seven, it wasn't a strong lineup, was it? No, it definitely wasn't. I know Derek worked flanagan. Are you answering this? Sorry, I was just <laughs> sorry, Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up now. Going on mute. <laughs> I just got told off by a special guest. This is really a horrible podcast. <laughs> um, right, I'm going. Um, yeah, Kitely. So it's Pope Flanagan, Tarkovsky, Derek Um Kitely, O'Neill, then the must have been. I'm going to go Arfield. No, I don't know. Gray, Gray Vokes, and well, I'm going to interrupt you now, Paul, and just say that you're no. wrong anyway. So, no. uh... <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, I do, I do love how you said Gray definitely came on the sub, and then listed him as a starter. Was <laughs> he? He no, he no, no, you said you said he came on as a soap and then, <laughs> and then changed your mind. Missed him as a star. <laughs> what I did love is that no one, no one said cult hero, Burnley saviour from that one time he played against Aston Villa in the Premier League last time, Freddie Overstad. Oh God, of course. So I the full lineup, the full lineup was Pope, Duriqua, Long, Tarkovsky, Flanagan. Gummunson, Ulverstad, O'Neill, Kitely, Jokes, Fox, and Duke. Oh my God, I'd forgotten all about those players. Duke? Well, Duke before Kovic, he went to Birmingham, was he? He didn't go to Birmingham until, until he the January. He missed that sitter right in front of goal. Oh God, of course he did. Uh, and obviously the Birmingham manager missed that game on TV. Yeah. yeah. And it was one where we all said that Duke's never going to score a Burnley goal if he was not going to score oh. that one. Oh, anyway. oh that... Uh, thank God that was Bromer's question, not mine. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Paul. <laughs> okay, Paul, uh, now your question is, what was the highest number of goals scored in a Burnley game this season? And I'll give you another point if you can name all the matches in which that number of go goals were scored. Oh, God, I'm, I'm guessing it must be five. Yeah? Five is correct. So if you can name all the go all the games... All right. Well, the Palace game. I at knew home, five. Sunderland at home, four-one. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me think. Let me think. So it's a three, two. All right. So Palace, Sunderland, Swansea. That's it. That's all I can do. Can I come in? Yeah, go on. Oh. Was Southampton away one? No. No. It's oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was five games. Um, the games were Crystal Palace at home, three-two Burnley, Bournemouth at home, three-two Burnley, Sunderland at home, four-one Burnley, and Swansea away, three-two Swansea. Um, so the one we missed out was Bournemouth. All right, okay. Good yeah. effort, though, Paul. Yeah, very yeah. good. Good effort. Okay, we've got another. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Natalie, we've got another difficult one for you. Oh, what a surprise! Um, <laughs> can you name? All 14 goal scorers from this season. Oh. I'll give you half a point if you can get 13 of them, but there were 14 players who scored for Burnley this season. You're an absolute disgrace, Kevin Robinson. I could almost <laughs> feel your heart sink from here. <laughs> all 14 goal scorers. Right. Bokes, Gray, Barnes, Boyd, Barton, Defoe, Keane, Ben Mee. Stephen Ward, Hendrick, Brady. <laughs> you cut the tension with a knife. <laughs> yeah, I need three more players. 
Oh, I've got. Good Munson is a guess, but I'm going with that because I'm running out of players. <laughs> Jesus. Can you hand it over? No, you had way longer than me. Demone, of course, he's, he scored that screamer, and <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to say Dirikwa because I can't think of anybody else. But that's what awesome. an awful guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other players. I've literally run out, and I can't remember who I've guessed. So um, that's my 14. Okay, Paul, can you get? Um, yeah, yeah, I think there I can. Is, there's, there's one off there. Yeah, I can't remember which one she. I don't know when she said Barnes not. It's Grey, Vokes, Marnie. Barton, Keane, me, Barnes, Boyd, Arfield, Defoe, Ward, Goodmanson, Hendrick, Brady. That's not 14, because I've said all of those players. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> which, one did I, which one did I miss? You missed off the uh, injury time winner against Everton. Scott Arfield. Arfield. Scott Arfield, yeah. yeah. Oh, what? I thought I'd said... Do you know the reason why I went to Riqua? Is that I, th- I thought I'd said Arfield already. Oh, dear. I hate this quiz so much. Right, you said though, you said I could get half a point if I got within one, so I got within one, so I can yes. have half a point, right? I'll give you half a point, yeah. Okay, over to Paul. Um, we've got another listing oh, one for you now. this home ground call? <laughs> so, Paul, can you name me every team we've beaten this season? Uh, and I'll give you a clue, it's 11 teams, so I'll give you half a point if you can get 10. All right. Okay, God. Every team we've beaten. So you just go through your home games, don't you? Well, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Everton, Leicester, Bournemouth, Bristol City, um, Stoke City, uh, Middlesbrough, Sunderland, twice, Southampton, Everton, I said Everton, didn't I? So Palace, Liverpool, Everton, Leicester, Bournemouth, Bristol City, Stoke City, Middlesbrough, Sunderland, Southampton, Watford. Watford it is, yes. Sigh. Okay, Natalie, so what was our highest home attendance of the season? Oh, for God's sake. And and what was what was the result of that game? So I'll give you two points for that. Just, just so you know, we're not looking for the actual number of the attendance, just... Which, oh, which just, game? just the game. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, the, the game. I'm going to go for the obvious one. I'm going to say United at home. And we got beat 2-0. That's correct. So two yes! points to Ooh. Natalie. Yes! Get in! That was, oh that was my question as well, Natalie. So <laughs> That's should... a good question. Thank, thank me for it being manageable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Thanks for <laughs> Okay, over to Paul now. Paul. Where did we finish in the home table, in the home table and the away table in the Premier League this season? Um, if you get one off the home table, I will give you um, half a point. Oh, what a tough question, that. We finished 16th overall. Don't get anything for that. Oh, the away table, I would say we were... Did we get more points than some of them? I think we were 19th. Out of 20. The home we were, I'm going to say, on table, I would say we were 6th or 7th, I'm going to say, say, 6th. Okay, I can tell you've got one of those, right? So you've got one point there. Natalie, I'm going to hand it over to you, see if you can get... um you can get the other one of those. So I can tell you, actually, I can tell you that Paul got the away right, which was 19th. Yeah, I was going to say I'd guess 19th. 9th? It's correct. Yes! That was that was a guess. I nearly went 10th when I went 9th. 9th, that was a guess. A lucky guess. Fantastic, well done. Thank uh, you. OK, staying with you, Natalie. So who... We, Burnley scored five goals against Crystal Palace uh, this season. Who scored them? Andre Gray, Ashley Barnes. <laughs> I can't even remember the home game at all. I genuinely can't remember the home game. Uh, so we scored three goals at home against them. Um, they pulled it back. Oh, Barnes scored... 
Oh, Barnes scored the winner at home, didn't he? It was that big Barnes net buster of a goal. So Barnes, he scored one of them. So there's two more. Great, great. I'm, I think there might have only been three scores. This is I, I can't think of anybody else who scored them, and I, I really can't remember much about the home game apart from the winner. So I'm going to say Andre Gray, Ashley Barnes, and George Boyd. Okay, that's not correct. So, <sighs> Paul, I'm going to pass over to you. Can you name um, who scored our five goals against Crystal Palace? I think it was Vo- at home. I think it was Vokes, Goodmanson, and Barnes. And away, it was Barnes and Gray. That's correct. So, uh, for point to Paul. Yeah, that's a good answer, is that, Paul? Okay, Paul, and a similar question for you now. So, we scored four goals against Bournemouth this season. Um, can you let me know? Can you tell me who scored them? Well, it was uh, Vokesy away, wasn't it, with the header? And at home, Boyd got one at home. Uh, Hendrick got that worldie, didn't he, against Bournemouth? And I think. I think that was a game where Ward popped up with one, didn't he? So I'm going, I'm going, Vokes, Vokes, Boyd, Hendrick, Ward. That is correct. Yes, it was. Um, it, yeah, it was Hendrick Ward. How do you and... even know all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the podcast. <laughs> Pays attention to the games, promise. Yeah. You know, watches the watches the football. I watch the games and then report on the games and then do a podcast on the games and then I immediately just delete all of the information from my brain. Uh, okay, so back over to Natalie. So, which can you tell? Let me know which teams had red cards against us this season. Man City. Did somebody get sent off against Stanley? No, no, they didn't. I can only think of City. This is like being in Bromer's mind. <laughs> it's not an it's not a great place to be. I can only think of City. Okay, Paul, I'll pass it over to you. Well, there was I think I think both Manchester teams had a player sent off against us, didn't they? I think United were down to ten men, weren't they? Were they? Oh yeah, they were yeah. at the home game. Yeah, you're right. Well, they were at Old Trafford, so so I'm going definitely United. Whether there was another one as well. So City and United is the only ones I can remember. There might be another one, but I can't recall. Okay, so um, it was was actually three. It was City, United and Arsenal. Arsenal, of course I was there. Really? I don't remember. Who got sent off for Arsenal? Oh, yeah, of course. It's a horror challenge. Yeah, I remember that. Probably the worst of the three. It's funny how things come flooding back to your brain when somebody tells you the answer. And Paul, similar for you. So which Burnley players have been sent off? I'll give you a point for each. Um... And yeah, I'll give you a point for each. Well, there was the famous one where I met uh, Kevin and Natalie, of course, at Vicarage Road, where Hendrick ruined the game, didn't he, in the first five minutes? So Hen- Hendrick got away. It, it was actually producer Adam you met as well. I want to just clarify that, that you don't think Kevin's Adam, because Kevin wasn't there. Oh, it was Adam I met, was it? It was young Adam, yes. Poor Adam. Is is one and only time he's mentioned this podcast. I feel like we need to get it right. Sorry, Adam, <laughs> I apologise. So Adam and Brommers I met at Vicarage Road. Definitely we got a red card there. Hendrick got sent off. And I think Barnes picked up a couple of yellows, didn't he, in one game. So I think Barnes got sent off. I can't remember which game it was now. But it didn't matter. I think we won it anyway. Um, so I'm going Barnes and Hendrick. That, that's correct, yes. Uh, although we... we... Barnes got sent off um, away at Hull, um, which we didn't win. But I think we got a draw there, didn't we? we got a draw, yeah. It didn't matter. It was 1-1. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent work there. Following on from that. We had the sixth best disciplinary record in the, the league this season. Um, last season in the Championship, we were top. And in our Premier League campaign before, we were the fifth best. So considering that, you know, these both of these Premier League seasons have been uh, relegation campaigns, so maybe a little bit less this one, Um you know, we like to play a lot about the ball and we're regularly described as playing in quite an aggressive, pressing manner. Um, do you think it's surprising that we, we saw so well? well? I, think, I think I think given we've got, you know, Barnes and Barton in our lineup for a lot of the season, that's pretty good, actually, to finish so high up, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think, you know, we've had, um, we had Dean Marnie as well for half a season, who's not um, who's not shy to go into a tackle. So I think that's, uh, I think it's quite impressive. Yeah. Loves the book in does Dean Marnie. Loves he does the <laughs> yellow card. Yeah. 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 He does it he, he likes a Michael Duff challenge as I call it. It takes one for the team, doesn't he? 
Okay, so at the end of that first round, um, Natalie has got five and a half points. Paul has got nine points. Ooh. What? Hang <laughs> on a minute. <laughs> nine points to five and a half. Are you having a laugh? Sorry about that, Natalie. Birdie, are you adjudicated? Your birdie's never going to be on my side, is it? What am I talking about? <laughs> so, I, think lost, I think you lost a point for eating a pickled onion during a question. That's correct, yeah. That's fucking true. It was a good pickled onion, though. Okay, so now we're going to move on to an, another, a new round, which is uh, Pointless. So if you've seen the, uh, the TV show Pointless, um, it works in quite a similar way. So I'm going to give you a, a Burnley season. I want you to name a player who made a senior appearance in that season. Uh, you'll get a point for if it's a correct, so if that player did make a senior appearance. Uh, you'll get a point if you name the player with the... So you'll both name a player, and you'll, you'll get a point whoever have the, named the player with the fewest appearances. Um, and if you can name a player with the absolute fewest appearances, you'll get an extra point. So there's potentially three points to, to, up for grabs here. Um, so first of all, do you, do you, do you get that? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, start off with quite recent. I say quite recent. It's kind of seven years ago. Um, <laughs> we'll start off with the 2009-2010 season, which is our first Premier League season. Uh, so, I want you to name me a player who made a senior appearance in that season. So, Natalie, you're, um, you're bottom at the moment, so you can go first. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say... The first Premier League season, you said, didn't you? Yeah, under Owen Coyle. Oh my God, this is really hard. Too hard. I honestly don't know. Stephen Fletcher, Fletcher played up front. Half the team have died in the time it's taking to answer the question. Uh, stop <laughs> it. Shut up. Um, I'm trying to think about who who we brought in that season. I can think of like we had Stephen Fletcher up front, didn't we? And we had, but obviously he played most of the games. I can't. The guy who scored in the playoff final, playoff semis against Reading. But I can't remember whether we sold him at the end of that season or at the end of the Premier League season. So I'm good. I can't think of anybody else. I'm going to guess Stevie Thompson. Okay, you've gone for Stephen Thompson. Uh, Paul, who's your who's your guess? That's a pretty good answer, Brom. As well done. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, tempted I'm not to, sure it's right. I'm tempted to go for one of the people we got in the January transfer window. Did we sign Danny Fox in the January transfer window? So he won't have played that many games, but. I think he played quite a lot once he signed. I'm going to go for a guy who's absolutely useless and should never have signed him. Was it was it Court to the centre half? Leon Court. Oh God, that's a good answer. I'm going to go with him. Okay, well I can tell you that in the in the in the positions of players uh, and a number of appearances, these two are next to each other. Oh, oh my um, God, you're joking. So it's very close. So we're going to start off with Brommers. Um, Stephen Thompson made 23 appearances oh, that's really really two. Cool. Oh, God. how did he make that many <laughs> uh, he made he made three starts and 20 substitute appearances okay Paul Leon Court made 15 appearances oh Jesus Christ <laughs> how has he pulled that one out the back so that means uh <laughs> But so you both got a, you both get a correct point for that. So you both got the correct answer. But Paul gets a point for the fewest uh, fewest appearances. Ooh. I think there's a guy. Didn't we sign a guy from France who who was absolutely useless as a centre forward? And he, I think he had one substitute appearance. I can't remember his name. Frederick <laughs> Nimani, and he made uh, two one. two substitute appearances. Oh Nimani. wow! Yes. Nimani, that's the, trying, the guy I was trying to think of. Couldn't remember his name. Okay, we'll move on now to the 2007-2008 season, which is oh two years previous. Oh. So this is this is the year, the season before promotion. Um, so it was um, Stephen Cottrell's last season uh, at Turf Moor. Um, so we'll switch it around this time. Um, we'll let you go first, Paul. Oh, 
Okay, and Natalie. Oh my gosh, so this is Cottrell's last year, so before Coyle took over. That's when we had um, people like, I don't know, I think we still had. <laughs> Do we play Duffer in the back and we played, and Elliot played as well. And... You know, you're aiming for the lowest promise, so yeah, I know, but I'm trying all to the think, players I'm you remember to... probably. Yeah, they're always really bad ones, but I'm trying to think who was in that squad. I'm going to guess. Maybe. Oh, shall I go with Greza? Hang on, hang on. Just let me just change my mind. Greza, Duff, Duff. Greza, No, because Greza plays a lot. They're both going to be really high. It doesn't really matter. Duff. Duffer. Okay, I can, tell you that, I can tell you that Graham Alexander... Uh, had 45 appearances. He was our third most um, yeah. most appearance player. So that does not board well for me because I imagine Duff has played about 50. Okay. So, Paul, I'm guessing you, um, when you said Christian Calvinos, so I'm guessing you meant Christian Calvinez. Calvinez, there's a guy. That was a um, So he actually signed the summer after this. Oh. So oh. there's no correct answer there. Oh, so I might have won it with like a 50 point answer. Excellent. So, Natalie, you said Michael Duff, he made 10 appearances Shut that season. Up. No. Yeah. Are you kidding Spare. me? A lot of time injured. He did his cruise shit that season, didn't he? Please. Ah, I thought, I just thought, I thought that was earlier. That was, I'm not joking. Well I'm not even taking credit for that because that was the flukiest answer I've ever well given. Well done, Natalie. Well done. Thanks, Paul. Aww. Okay, so we've got our final pointless round now, which These is. hard. 2004-2005, which is Steve Cottrell's first season. And we'll start off this time with uh, with Natalie again. I'm trying to think about the seeing Stanton's last game at Turf when he was crying around because the squad won't have changed much from Steve Cottrell's first year, which he came in the season after. I'm trying to think who he was playing. Um... Did Cottrell not sign somebody like really big and it was a massive flop? It was like, if, if, if somebody from United, it wasn't thingy, was it? That is a really random guess and it's probably well off, but I'm going to guess Andy Cole. Okay, what about you, Paul? 2004, 2005. This was, this was the season where I took my son, who's now a massive claret, to, to, to his first game that season at, at Portman Road. I'm trying it's to remember. not board well for me, does it? I'm trying to remember the team that was. I think I think Robbie Blake scored one uh, early on. I'm trying to think who was playing. Was, was Kevin Ball in that team? Was he still in that team? Yeah, he was. I think he was. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to go because I think Robbie Blake played quite a lot, so I'm not going to go with him. I can't remember who else was in that team. I can only remember Kevin Ball, so I'm going to go with Kevin Ball. Oh, that's a good answer. I think. So, Natalie. You said Andrew Cole. Um, Andrew Cole played in the 2007-2008 season. <laughs> and your answer was ridiculous for another reason as well. Absolutely, it was not a flop. He scored six goals. Sorry, who are you talking? Are you talking to me or Paul now? Or did I get it wrong? To, to you, Thomas. Yeah, you, you both got it wrong. You got it wrong on the fact that he didn't play that season. And on the fact that he wasn't a flop because he scored six goals in eight starts. Okay, and Paul, you said Kevin Ball. So for the 2004-2005 season, that was two years after he retired. Oh. So I'm going to give you both an extra go at this one. Um, so we're going to give you another go for 2004-2005, Steve Cottrell's oh. first season. Back to you, Natalie. Okay. Oh no! I I, uh, uh. I can tell you there are one, two, three, there are six players on single figures for appearances. Oh. I just don't I don't remember much. I can only try and think about that squad that was um, Turnant's last squad. I don't. 
Oh, I'll tell you what's not a bad shout, actually. But it'll be pretty high, but I can't think of anybody else. I think I think Duff was in there, but I, I just I don't want to push my luck again. We still had Chaplow, didn't we, at that point? I think. Because mm. Richard Chaplow. I'm going to guess Richard Chaplow, but I imagine he's pretty high, but I just I, I can't think of anybody else in the time pressures in that squad. So I'm going to guess Richard Chaplow. I don't okay, even Paul. Paul, your, your guess. The only one I can think of, I'm going to go safe because Chaplow might be wrong, so I'm going to go Yeah, with, I think it is wrong. I'm going to go with Robbie Blake. <laughs> oh, I bet you've got this. Okay, I can tell you, for our, they're both correct. Oh. There are three in it. Oh. oh, no, come on. So, we started off with Natalie, with Richard Chaplow, who made 25 appearances. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's going to be more than Robbie Blake. Okay. And Robbie Blake made 20. <laughs> eight appearances. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God. I swear to God, I've never done anything as tense in my Can't life. I gave that wrong answer at the beginning. <laughs> oh, that was such a guess as well. So well, na- well, well done, Natalie. Um, God, listen, so, this is tense. So just to give you the the bottom ones for each of those. In the 2009-2010 uh, season, Brian Easton made one appearance. In 2007-2008, Stephen Foster, Wayne Thomas, and Gareth O'Connor all made one. Um, and in 2004-2005, Matty O'Neill made two appearances, both from the bench. Wow. It's worth remembering as well that Wayne Thomas we obviously sold him that season, didn't we, for three million? Really? Wow. Yeah, do you remember that sensation? Or something. Southampton, it was. Who oh, took it, yeah, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure it was. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> other other great things from that was um, Kevin Long was in that first Premier League side, but never played. Oh gosh, um, yeah. And in the last one we're looking at, for a start, and this is before I actually even read Kevin's prompts for me. Cannot believe John Louis Valois played 37 games for us. In my recollection, it was a lot less than that in that season. I, I'm not sure 40, I can remember seeing him. Played 47 altogether uh, for us. Uh, I only really remember him playing once, which was that time he tore Aston Villa apart. Fantastic. Um, also in that season, Gary Cahill played for us 32 games. So he's just won the Premier League this season. Unbelievable. Um, just to go, Mo Kamara was the, the top man that season. Uh Bit of a cult, cult legend, I think. One in a, a long line of not that great left-backs that we had. but We had an awful time of left-backs, didn't we, for yeah. about 10 years. Yeah. Did, didn't, didn't have much better. So You, you guys are too young to remember Andy Walton. I'll tell you. Talking about um, four left-backs. <laughs> Ultimate utility man. Played 50 games. Graham Branch. Is there a Graham position? Graham D. Branchio. Oh, and if, if there's a position that exists that Graham Branch hasn't played, I'm yet to know what it is. Um, trying to pick out some other other obscure ones from, from in there. Another one I picked out was Fernando Cuero from the Premier League season. Oh, I remember him. It was one of yeah. Coyle's terrible signings when it was Ecuadorian or something like that. Watch, watch YouTube. Yeah. No, it's sad to sign him. Interesting decision. Diego Penny, obviously, in the Premier League season, made three oh, yeah. appearances. One yeah. start, two sub-appearances. Um, obviously, one of his sub-appearances was memorable for being at that time that Brian Jensen threw himself on the floor, uh, conceded a goal, and then had to pretend to be injured to try and protect any sort of dignity he had left. Was that against Wigan? Was it, was it against Wigan? It was. It was. He earlier rugby tackled someone. I think that was the same game, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, pretty awful. But, uh, yeah, no, so some interesting names in there. Wow. From that first Cottrell season as well, Peter Whittingham. Do you remember him? Whittingham. Oh, yeah. Did he go to Cardiff after us? Or... He did. He did, yeah. Uh, Amadou like Sonoko. Yeah, I don't remember him. Another great Um Obviously, a player who doesn't appear on this list because he was perpetually injured. Um I think he was still there season before promotion, wasn't he? Maybe he wasn't. Basant Barisha, great, great player. Oh, great player. yeah, I remember. If only we'd ever seen him play in the league. But remember that time he tore at Quinton Stanley apart? Great memories. <laughs> also, um, Remco, Remco van der Schaaf was in the Premier League squad. Um, again, despite never... Was he? He was. 
I think he made one appearance ever. He played in that first game at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, got took off after about 50 minutes and never never played again. Absolute hero. Yeah, I don't remember him at all. So, after that round, it's all changed at the top. <gasps> um, Natalie did phenomenally well um, in that round. And is now only a little bit behind. Oh, what? <laughs> Kevin, that was so mean. Paul, can you now see what I've got to put up with every single week in our podcast recording? Absolute You're getting savage. Right, it's, the special... price of, it's the price of celebrity, Natalie. Gosh, if only. <laughs> so now Natalie has 10 and a half points and Paul has 12 points. So there's, uh, there's not actually that much in it anymore. So now we're going on to the uh, the general knowledge quickfire round. So in this round, um, it's a free-for-all. Uh, I just want you to shout in with your name. So buzz in with your name um, if you think you've got the answer. Uh, so Natalie, your name is Natalie. If you get it wrong, <laughs> if you get, it wrong you get a point deducted. Uh, no, but if you get it what? wrong, I will pass it over. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to be very good in this round because my brain doesn't work quickly enough. <laughs> Okay, so get ready to buzz in with your names. Um, first question. Yes. Four players have played for two Premier League relegated teams in the same season. Uh, so that's they've played for two teams that have been relegated in the Premier League from the same season. Two of them played for Burnley. Can you name them? And it's a point for each. Name one. I'll let you name one. I can pass the other one over to Natalie. It's a point I for each. I literally don't know any. Come on, Paul, let's hear your one. I don't know whether he played for that, but I think David Nugent was for Portsmouth and Burnley, wasn't he? Did he play for Portsmouth that season? Or? I don't know whether he played for them or not. But he was, he was on loan from Portsmouth, and both, both Burnley and Portsmouth went down that year. That is correct. Yes, David oh. Nugent played for both Burnley and Portsmouth in 2009-2010. Um, Natalie, can you get the other one? Um... So it's got to be from either 2010 or 14-15. Yes. Because we, we didn't get I relegated get that. this year. <laughs> yes. Um... No, I don't know. Okay, the other, one, the other one was George Boyd. Um, really? 14-15. Of course. For Hull? Yes. Uh... Okay, moving on. Ian Moore was our first £1 million signing, but where from? Natalie. Rotherham? That's not correct. <sighs> Paul? Oh, I was, I was, I was going to say Rotherham, but I'm going to say it's a free hit, isn't it, this? I'll go Ian Moore came from Nottingham Forest. That's also uh, incorrect. It's actually he actually came from um, Stockport County. Did he? Um, he did, Natalie. He did end his career at Rotherham. Ah, right. Uh, and you might also be thinking because he was uh, he was his, Ronnie Moore's son. Yeah, I was going to say it was his dad. I'm um, thinking of who's Ronnie was obviously very closely associated with Rotherham. So uh, no points in that question. Um, okay, and staying with Ian Moore, which team did we sell him to? Paul, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we sold him to um, Barnsley. That's not correct either, Natalie. Can you tell me who we sold him to? I'll give you a clue. We signed we we signed him for one million and sold him for fifty thousand. <laughs> Did we sell him to Wigan? Oh, we didn't know it was Leeds United. Uh, okay, so. Which year did we win the FA Cup and our league titles? Paul. Paul. 1914 FA Cup, 1921 league title, 1959 60 league title. That is correct. Yes, well done. Wow. Uh, that, my brain hadn't even computed the question then before I'd said that. Do you know, as a quick interlude as well, I've just had a text come through from producer Adam who just sent me a text saying, Have you got your first point yet? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adam, <laughs> for that bit of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got a three-point, uh, three-part question now, and there are three points in it. Um, so I want you to—you get a point for each of these teams. So, 
I want to know where we signed Adi Akinbaye from, who we sold him to, and where did he go after leaving us for the second time? Oh my god. Natalie. Okay, Natalie. Did we buy him from Sunderland? And then what was the second question? Where did we, who did we sell him to? Uh, we sold him to Watford, I think. And what was the third question? And where did he go after leaving us for the second time? I have no idea. Retired. <laughs> okay, Go I can tell guesses. you that's that's uh, completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> Paul. Just got in there quickly to try and get some points on the board. Paul, can you tell me uh, a bit more about Adi Akinbaye? Oh, I can tell you we had a great night at uh, Chelsea when he won when he uh, scored that goal that we um, eventually won the penalty shootout, wasn't it? And, um, Certainly did. It was that was our promotion year, wasn't it? Two thousand eight, nine. That's my favourite Akinbaye memory. At Stamford Bridge that night, but I think I'm going to guess because I can I can remember he played for Leicester, so I'm going to say we got him from Leicester, and we sold him to we sold him to Wigan, and then he went to I don't know where he went Watford. Oh, uh, sorry, you're both completely wrong there. We signed him from Stoke uh, alongside oh. Gifton No Williams, of course. I was thinking um, of the red, the red, the red stripe. You think? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, also, red stripes. We sold him to Sheffield, Sheffield United. Sheffield United, yes, you did. Yeah. For God's sake. One of Neil Warnock's many strikers. I was seeing um, the shirt. That's why I went Sunderland. And we signed him back a year later. And then after leaving us, he went to Houston Dynamo. Oh. Oh, he did. He joined. Um... Oh, I don't know who he joined, but I'm gonna have another pickled onion. I'm, dip- I'm consoling myself. <laughs> okay, so no points there. Um, next question is in what year did we complete the quadruple uh, which is uh, winning the last of our four um, four domestic titles so we've won all four leagues which year did we win the last of them in mm, oh. uh, Paul okay Paul I think it was when we won the old fourth division which would have been 1989 not correct, I'm afraid. Natalie? Oh. Hang on, let me finish my pickle. <laughs> I'm going to guess 19... 90... One. Oh, you're one off. <gasps> Was it 90? 1992. Uh, four to win oh. champions. I can tell you, Paul, in 19, um, 1989, we actually finished um, uh, actually finished 16th. Um, so that wasn't uh, oh. a, a winning. Yeah, it was 1992, I'm afraid. Um, what impressive record did we hold from 1921 to 2004? Oh. Oh. Go on, Paul. Well, we had the longest unbeaten run in the league, 30 games. That is correct, yes. I just didn't get in quick enough. Yeah, so we, we were unbeaten for 30 games without defeat uh, until Arsenal went the whole season in 2003, 2004. Uh, wow, I knew that. Um, <clears throat> that 30-game unbeaten run obviously helped us win the league in 1921, an answer that Paul previously got. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it a surprise maybe that it's <laughs> sorry? Is it a surprise maybe that it took 80 years for someone to break that record? Amazing run that 30 games. I think it is, yeah. I, you know, we, I think particularly we came, we went. Is it is it twenty three games we went unbeaten last season? Um, so obviously that's not a million miles off thirty. Um, so I think it, I think it's it's not something that's going to happen very often. But eighty years, I think, is a very long time. Um, yeah, it is for to go to go. No, when you think of how many teams there are um, out there, and for none of them to go thirty games unbeaten, I think in in eighty years, I think is. Is it shows how shows how difficult it is actually. Okay, so back to the questions. Um, can you name? This is another one where there's a point for each, by the way. Uh, and there are there are once for six uh, answers. So can you name every club that Sean Dyche has played for? Natalie. I can only name two, but okay, I want some points. Watford, Everton. That's all I know. Okay, we've well, got one. 
Okay, you got one point. <laughs> Did he not play for Everton? I thought he played for Everton. I can name, I can name four. Okay, oh, play for Watford. Uh, Paul, come on, see if you can fill in some of the uh, some yeah, of the others. Watford was correct. I think he also played for Millwall. He famously played for Chesterfield in that FA Cup semi-final team when they lost to Middlesbrough. I think he also played for Notts Forest. Although I'm not sure he played in the first team there. But so Millwall, Watford, Chesterfield, Notts Forest. He played for Northampton or something like that. He did play for Northampton, but I'm going to call you off that after you said Forest um, because he did. He was on Forest books, but he never actually uh, made a made a senior appearance there. Oh. Um, so yeah, he he made no. It was it came through at Forest, but he made no appearances. He played 231 times for Chesterfield, um, 17 times for Bristol City, 14 times for Luton Town, 69 appearances for Millwall, 72 for Watford, and 56 for Northampton Town. Okay, well, we're running into the final six questions of quiz now. So if I get all six right, I'm going to win. Yeah. So, um, again, so there, are four, there are four questions in this. So, first of all, can you in the Premier League, this is Premier League only, can you tell me how many games we've played? Yeah. 114, Paul. That's correct, yeah. My, my maths really isn't that quick. <laughs> okay. In the Premier League, can you tell me how many games we've won? Uh, Paul, 20, 27. I'd already said Natalie. Was I on mute then? You must have been on mute, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I was shouting at the thing saying, Natalie, Natalie! And I was on mute. Sorry, Paul, what did you get? Well, Natalie, you get, you get to go. No, 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 you, you did it. I was on mute, so it's my. I think I got it wrong anyway. I think from Kevin's reaction, I, think I, got, I said 27. But... Paul's wrong was, anyway, so I Natalie. I was going to say 41. Oh, no, it's far too hard. Oh, it's <laughs> far too Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> Paul said 27. Uh, Paul said 26. It's actually 26. Oh. So. Oh, wow. so uh, very close. So the next two, I'm going to go. Off, I'm going to let you both have a guess, and the closest gets the point. So in the Premier League, how many goals have we scored? You can almost hear the cogs turning. 95. Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah, cheater bits. I, I was going to say <laughs> I think it's lower than that, though. I, I'm going to say, is it, less, is it less than a goal a game? Less than a goal a game, the average? Yeah, I think it is. I'm going to go um, 94. <gasps> Tactical guessing there. Okay, goal scored. I can tell you you're correct in that it was less than a goal a game. So, Natalie, you guessed 95. Paul, you guessed 94. In the Premier League, we've scored 109. Yes. Which Ooh. means Natalie gets the points. Your tactical voting, Mr. Special Guest. <laughs> did not work out then. <laughs> uh, okay, and we'll go the other way around this time. So, Paul can go first. How many goals have we conceded in the Premier League? 100 and... 31. I think it's way higher than that. I'm going to say 175. Okay, so Paul, you went 131. Natalie, you went 175. I can tell you that the number of goals we've conceded in the Premier League is 100 and 90. <gasps> I thought it was high. Ooh. So that's an, another point for Natalie. Yes. Very high. Yeah, up on the rails, yeah. Let's see. Most of us were, uh, were away at West Brom. Um, <laughs> Next question. Um, and again, there are two points in this. So, what year did we first wear claret and blue? And from which team did we reportedly steal Paul, the colours? Paul, I, I, know oh, Paul. That, I know we stole it from Aston Villa. I think it was... Nineteen. I'm gonna say nineteen twenty-six. I think we got it from Aston Villa. Okay, that's not correct. Um, Aston Villa is correct, but the year is wrong. 
Um, so Natalie, can you tell me the year we first wore Claret and Blue? I think it was earlier than that, and I think because a little bit of disclo- disclosure here, I was this is one of the questions that we had uh-huh. about the kit in the Known and Ever live pod. And uh-huh. I know for the first eight years we were in blue and white, so that takes us up to 1890, doesn't it? 1890. And then I think, if I remember rightly, when I was researching it, it just said for a we, we flirted around for a couple of years with different colours before we decided. So I don't know the exact year, but I think it's much earlier than 1926. I'm going to say 1901, just out of tactical guessing. Oh, sorry, you're both wrong there. It was actually, um, well, I'm going to tell you that on, we celebrated 100 years of Claret and Blue in the uh, 2010 season. So it was um, 1910. It was actually 1910, yeah. So I came closest though, didn't I? Though? You did, closest, but that, that, that doesn't win you anything. Oh, do you not get a point for closest? No. Sorry. Um, okay, we've got <laughs> we've got another another two pointer here. So, from which team did we sign Robbie Blake and sell him to for each Natalie, both spells? Natalie, oh, Brad, both Bradford, spells. Bradford, Leeds. Um, we bought him from Leeds. <laughs> I don't know. And who did we sell him to? Um, Leeds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, but, but that's not right. <laughs> Paul, can you tell me, uh, for both of his spells, uh, from who did we sign Warrior Blake and when, who did we sell him to? I think we, I thought we did sign him from Bradford and I think we sold him to Leeds. I was right. And then in the second spell, I think we sold him to Birmingham. Oh, yeah, we did. But we signed him from... Oh no, actually, second spell. No, it's not true. That's not true, is it? Did he go to Bolton? Did he go to Bolton? Did we sign him from Birmingham and sold him to Bolton? I'm standing. Okay, you've you've got the teams pretty much right yeah, there. Agonisingly tall. Um, yeah. So I can tell you, in his first spell in 2002, we signed him from Bradford uh, and sold him to to Birmingham in 2005. Oh. And his second spell, we signed him from Leeds yeah. uh, in 2007 and sold him to Bolton in 2010. Yeah. So you got the teams right, just in the wrong order. I'd like to say no. I, I got some teams right as well, but in the wrong you order. You did. Thank you. You did. <laughs> Both did. Okay, there. Not that I'm needy at all. <laughs> um, okay, so we're getting very close to the end now. Um, can you tell me who was the caretaker manager after the t- departures of Eddie Howe, Brian Laws and Owen Coyle? Uh, and you'll get a point for each. Oh my gosh. Did Kevin Heard take over at one point? No, I can't, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. I have no idea. Any guess at all, Natalie? Did, um, uh, I think when Coyle left, it was one of the managers who, it was one of the, the guys who runs the ground tour, wasn't it? One of the one of the ex legends or something took over because we had nobody left. I honestly don't know, I, and I'm wasting time by guessing. So please tell us, Kevin. Uh, after Howe left, it was Terry Pashley. Of course, it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Manager. Uh, after Brian Lowe's, it was Stuart Gray. And uh, after Coyle, it was Steve Davis. Was oh, it? of course it was. After Steve Davis left, because obviously Steve Davis left to go and join Owen Coyle, uh, Martin Dobson did take over from Steve Davis after that. I knew that there was somebody had done that. So, I'm actually going to give you a going to give you a point for that one. Yay! Two questions to go. Ooh, right. Um, and there are four points to play for. I can tell you that Natalie, you can still win this. Ooh, excellent. The pressure. Okay. So, who scored more goals for Burnley? Charlie Austin, Danny Ings, Jay Rodriguez, or Adi Akinbayi? Paul, Paul, I'm going with this. Go on, Paul. I'm going to say, because he was prolific that year, I'm going to say Danny Ings. Yeah, I was going to go Danny Ings. Okay, uh, I'm going to tell you you're not correct. Natalie, you, you did um, say Danny Ings, but I'll give you another chance. Um, uh, Rodriguez. 
Uh, unfortunately, you're both incorrect. Um, it was actually... It's actually Charlie Austin. Charlie Austin scored oh, really? 45 for us. Uh, Danny Ings was two behind on 43. Uh, Gio Rodriguez was two behind Matt on 41. And Adi Akinbayi was well behind on 31. Wow. Okay, so final question now. Um, this is very tense. Can you tell me, again, who has scored more goals for Burnley? Andy Gray or Andre Gray? Battle of the Greys. And I can tell you, I can tell you there are three in it. Andy Gray or Andre Gray? Natalie. Go on, Natalie. I feel like this is this is to trip us up, so I'm going to guess Andy Gray. Can we please not have this silent suspense? I'm sorry, it was incorrect. Oh! It was a 50-50 chance. I had to just jump in because it was my only chance of winning. I had to just in your defence, before I saw the answer, I would have said, I'm sure Andrew Gray scored more yeah, goals than I he has for us. Oh, well. Oh, never mind. Paul, congratulations. Go well, on, Kevin. While Kevin tots the answers up, uh, quick, quick answer from both of you. Who did you think is the best out of those six? Oh, it's a good question, that. I've, I've, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Well, out of those six strikers? Yes. Um, I, th- I think for me, it's got to be, it's a very close call between Charlie Austin and Andre Gray. I think both of them are very powerful strikers. I think I think without his injuries, I think Charlie Austin could have been one of the most prolific strikers this country's ever seen. I think he's got an incredible natural talent. I think in terms of all-round footballers, if you look at the sort of five or six Top quality strikers we've had at, at, at the turf over the last few years. I think, I think Ings and Rodriguez are the best all-round footballers. Yes, yeah, shame all three of those have their Premier League careers interrupted um, by injuries. Personally, I'm going to go for Andre Gray, the, the, the unloved child of Burnley, but oh. yeah, best best goal scorer out of the six. Okay, so back to the quiz, and it's time for the results. Very tense. I can tell you, there's not a lot in it at all. Um, it's remarkably close. Really? It is. Are, it's are very you close. Like Mickey here? Is it really no. close? So wow. I'm going to start off because she because she answered the first question. I'm going to start off with Natalie. So Natalie, you scored 15.5 points. <gasps> oh. Oh. I said that feels low. Okay, 15 and a half. Paul. You scored. Eighteen points. Oh. Congratulations, Paul. Congratulations, Paul. Where do I pick up the prize? <laughs> Immense what? pride is the Immense prize. Immense bragging rights <laughs> over me for the rest of your life is your prize, but so, uh, so well done, Ram. So, thank you very much, James, for joining us and with some uh, some fascinating insight and lots of uh, stats and your humour along the way. Uh, thank you, Natalie, for for turning up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and thank you very much, Paul, for coming along and being a fantastic guest with lots of fantastic knowledge. And you now you are now officially Burnley's most knowledgeable fan. That is that is exactly. Exactly. So, same time next week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to brush up on my claret knowledge. Thank you, guys. I'm sure we'll, um, uh, you know, we'll bump into each other during the course of the next Premier League season. Thank you very Certainly much, Paul. Um, and thank you for everyone for listening. Um, we're really looking forward to to next season of the Non Never Podcast, and we're looking for for your ideas of what you want to see on the podcast to make it even better than ever. Uh, let us know what you do like, what you don't like. We're going to be sending a survey around really soon, so check out Twitter and everything like that for that. Um, also, as always, send your any suggestions and comments over to podcast at nonearnever.net. Um, thank you very much to Rick Goddard, who for the last year and a half um, has been giving us artwork to go with a podcast. Unfortunately, due to work commitments, he's no longer going to be able to, uh, going to, be able to do that next season. Hopefully, he'll be able to give us a few things here and there. 
Um, but he's just not got the time with work commitments to be able to do that for his next season. So thank you so much, Rick. Um, your artwork has been absolutely amazing. Uh, it's really brought the podcast to life. Um, we've given it a whole new, fresh dimension. So thank you so much. Uh, we're really sad to see your artwork go, but like I said, hopefully it's not the hopefully it's not the last time we'll see your artwork on None and Ever. Um, thank you again for everyone who's listened. Follow us on uh, Twitter, None and Ever Not. Uh, sorry, None and Ever Net. Um, check out Facebook where Adam's posting lots of questions all the time for you to get involved that's known in ever on Facebook thank you to James, Natalie and Paul for joining me I've been Kevin Robinson and this has been known in ever, thank you bye I'm really sorry Kevin can you please repeat the question because I'd switched off for a second to eat my final pickled onion and I forgot I wasn't listening to the question I'm, I'm sorry Kevin Wish, win, wish, wish, wish. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.